What is going on, everybody? Uh, I have reached out to Jesse Smith um, to see what's going on. Um, I cannot get a hold of her right in this moment, but I've got a plan B. When everything else is uh, not working, let's do a riff because apparently, apparently, uh, I have beef with the MFC. And we're going to dive into that a little bit and find out what's going on. So, hey, everybody, let's turn this into an interview into a Scott Riffs. Let's riff. Welcome back to Scott Riffs. Where has CrossFit missed the mark? And I want you to listen closely because she does something very tricky here that really pissed me off. You are not presenting accurate facts. You are manipulating what you're presenting to suck people into your narrative. CrossFit takes note or gets out of the way. One or the other, because this train's moving forward because of people like you. Come on. I'm too much of an alpha at times uh, to want to uh, conform too much. And I, and I would rather be all of me. What's going on, everybody? As Kenneth says, we're going surprise riff today. Um, this has been in my head for the last eh, five days or so, because apparently I have beef with the MFC. And if you don't know what that means, it's the Masters Fitness Collective. And we're going to get into it a little bit. I want to set the stage like this, though. I think the MFC is needed. I think the MFC and what it is intended to be is an amazing thing and is a great competition for masters athletes. It gives them a great opportunity to compete in person. It, um, it is a very cool venue, um, very top notch. They have invested a lot in the, the look and feel of the MFC and it is an amazing place. And I love the athletes. I've been a volunteer in all three years that the MFC has gone on. The masters athletes and the masters community are amazing people. And I love hanging out with them. And I'm going to say it again. We need the MFC. We need them to promote the masters athletes in this sport. Um, they are crucial to the success of moving this sport forward and promoting those athletes. And I will even put it out right now that the MFCs um, has announced their qualifiers. Um, and if you are a master's athlete, you should take a look at those and uh, compete and try to qualify for the Masters Fitness Collective. It's a great first step into getting into high level competition in the master's community. With that being said, um, also in the first three years, my co-host Kat Shear has been an integral part in bringing the MFC to life. Um, she works behind the scenes diligently. Um, a lot of people don't see how much she puts into that. I have seen it firsthand. Um, most of the time when we get there and the weekend happens, she is locked away in a room doing scoring, 
doing all the behind the scenes stuff um, that nobody ever gets to see. And she doesn't even get to see the light of day. Um, she announced Monday on our roundtable that she will not be a part of the MFC this year. And I made the, the retort that I think that if she's not going to be a part of it, they're in trouble from an organizational standpoint that um, it is not going to survive without her. Now, I may have been a bit um, overzealous in the moment by saying it won't succeed. I hope, I hope and pray to God that they actually do succeed without her, that they find a way to um, better organize behind the scenes um, and pull this thing off because we need them as a community. We need the Masters Fitness Collective. And I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope I am wrong and that they can pull this off. Just from looking at from the outside in, I've been there. The first year we got there, Kat and I were scrambling all over Fort Wayne, Indiana, finding printers, finding, uh, doing things last minute that really should have been done um, weeks in advance. Um, and and that really, the, the bad thing is in three years, that hasn't changed a lot. And the M MFC keep, continues to try to grow, right? They try to expand. Last year they did you know, they did baby, like a baby masters of 30 to 35, kind of like those 30 to 34, I'm sorry, uh, prepping those athletes who are close to getting into the master's division, letting them have a competition where they could kind of prep in, in a way to get closer to those competitions. Um, they also added teams. So they had individual and teams. The competition ran from early, early morning. If you were a judge, which I was in year one and year three, um, you had to be there like butt crack of dawn uh, before a coffee shop is open. So you can't even like get coffee on the way in. And you were going home at night when it was dark outside. Um, and in between, because so much was going on and we didn't have the amount of judges needed, um, there were no breaks no time to eat, no food. Um, and those are the little things that cost you going forward, getting good judges to come to your event. You need to treat the volunteers in a way that they are, um, they're appreciative of what happens and that, and it becomes, um, a must go to event every year for them and their friends. For people who don't know, um, the judges community has like their own text strings and discord channels and Facebook pages and word spreads quickly when an event treats someone really well or whether they treat someone really poorly and that can make or break your, your event. I will say this master's fitness collective has been trying. Um, they were the first, well, they're the second competition at, for me as a judge where I got some of my lodging paid for. Um, and I really did appreciate that aspect of it. That was really nice. It was a nice hotel. Uh, they put us up in, it was awesome. Uh, and I do commend them for that and making those efforts. Um, but when it comes to the day-to-day -day grind of what they're doing, you need to, you need to treat the, the, the judges as well as you treat the athletes. You, 
need to treat the equipment team as well as you treat the athletes because they are the building block that puts your event on and they are the they're going to make or break whether your event is a success or not so apparently what i said on monday ruffled some feathers with the mfc and there was an immediate reaction where i received a dm um and there a request to remove them from our channel um one of their people actually had a podcast on our platform uh they wanted that removed we obliged we took care of that and and pulled it down my answer to that is if you're going to put on events you better have a tough skin um what i said was was very was not very um judgment how do i say this I was being critical of what the way the, the competition had been run in the past from behind the scenes. In addition to that, I've also commended them for the event they put on and the people that they bring in to compete in that event. Um, yes, I think Kat is my friend. I want, I think that she was a cog in the wheel that is necessary. And I stand by that statement to this day. So what was said to me is that we now have a difference difference in values and that they wanted their stuff pulled. My argument is we don't have a difference in values. We have a difference in opinions. That's a big difference. That's a, that's a huge stride that was taken beyond my opinion versus their opinion. That does not mean we have a difference in values. It means that we have a difference of opinion. And it sucks that these days two people can't have a difference of opinion and have a discussion about it to make things better. No, let's just take my ball and go home. With that, um, I, again, I hope that the Masters Fitness Collective pulls it off. But I think that pulling yourself away from the one media company that embraces your um, community, the master's community as more than any other media company out there. Um, this season alone, we're following two master's athletes from the beginning of the open to wherever they finish in their journey. We have already done one documentary on quarterfinals with Jamie Latimer. We are doing a second documentary with Rudy Berger, um, coming up in semifinals, um, highlighting what it's like to be a master's athlete going through the season. You are taking these opportunities away from your community by pulling yourself away from the one media company that is actually serving that, that community all because we have a difference of opinion. I find it, I find it appalling that just because we have a difference of opinion, you want to, you, you can't see the forest for the trees. You want to take your ball and go home and withdraw from who we are. And then in fact, detach yourself from the one company that is actually touting your athletes and promoting what you're doing. I think this is a lot of the problems that's happening in CrossFit all along. And, and, and 
and that is at CrossFit HQ level. That is everything. If someone has a difference of opinion, we would rather block them, shut them out than to have a sit down conversation and try to improve what is going on in the sport. It's okay to have difference of opinions. That what that is what makes people better. You have discussions, you come to a mutual agreement if you can, um, and hear both sides to find out why the belief is this or why the belief is that. So with that, apparently I have a beef with the MFC. So be it. We'll go through it, but I'm not going to give up on the master's community um, and those athletes that we love so dearly. We are going to continue to tout them um, and we'll find a way uh, to tout them without the support of the MFC, I guess, at this point. Um, so that was a choice they made. We want to be here for the community. We will be here for the community. We will continue to have master's athletes on this program. We will continue to tout who they are and the amazing achievements that they do, um, whether that be through podcast interviews or documentaries. But we are going to highlight these amazing athletes because they deserve it. They work hard. They put in the time. They're amazing people. And hell, they have some of the best stories out there. Um, and that's what we're here for, to get the best stories from the athletes um, and give those to you so you know all these amazing athletes and what they're achieving. Um, Wad Zombie says, MFC stands for something else now. I don't know what it stands for. I don't want to add to the beef. Um, Masters Fitness Collective uh, just decided they didn't want to have anything to do with us. So that's fine. That's their decision. We are not detaching ourselves from the Masters community um, because that it, those are the athletes we love. And every co-host on this show is a Masters age athlete. And um, even though we're not at that competition level, um, those are the people that we understand. And those are the people that we love to root for. And so we are not detaching ourselves from the community. With that, that's all I got today, man. That was my riff. Uh, it was short. It was no notes. It was spur of the moment because um, because we had a guest that um, wasn't able to appear today. So I just decided to hop on and speak from the top of my mind and because it's been bugging me uh, since Tuesday. So now here we are Sunday. And you get the cooler version of uh, my rant that probably would have been pretty heated if I would have done it Tuesday or Wednesday. And Wad Zombie, I appreciate you so much. Uh, how could anyone have beef with me? You're the coolest guy ever. Uh, well, I don't know about all that, but I try to be one of the nicest guys ever um, and hang out with all the all the peeps. Um <laughs> And Kenneth says, Scott has such a lack of beef. He might as well be a vegan. Ooh, that's taking it too far, man. I like, I like my beef. I like my meat. Um, but I really don't have beef with anybody. Um, I just, I was being protective of my friend when I spoke last Monday on the round table because she puts in a hell of a lot of work for not a lot of recognition with that group. And 
I just wanted it known what all she did for them. And, and then I, what really got me is the, the fact that they want to detach from the one company that does highlight their, their community. Um, I just think that is bad decision-making uh, as a business. So with that, thank you everybody for jumping on. Uh, we do have another interview later this afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Um, Nick, for you out west, that's 2 p.m. Pacific. Um, and it is an L.A. guy. Uh, so one of your people right out there, Alessandro. Um, trying to come up with his last name real quick. Um, but he is a 28-year-old making the semifinals for the first time. So be, be sure to check that out. Uh, he has a really cool backstory too. Can't wait to talk to him about that. And with that, we'll see everybody at 5 p.m. this afternoon, 2 p.m. Pacific. And with that, have a great day, everybody. Thank you for jumping on Scott Riffs. We'll see you next time.